Hello, folks, and welcome to the Knickknack Podcast, Season 10, Episode 8, and I'm calling this Walking on Eggshells, Hoping the Apocalypse Doesn't Befall Me. And I will be talking about uh, my current financial situation, what's going on with that, and uh, let you guys know what else is going on in my life. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite beverage, grab your favorite tobacco product, and let's get started. So, um, I've been struggling a little bit lately. Um, I have a lot of help, a la government aid, to survive, and I'm very appreciative of that. Even if I'm not appreciative of my government, um, I have Section 8 housing, which is very, very helpful. And I am on supplemental security income, so that is how I make my living. Um, so that is, you know, the things that allow, the resources that allow me to live, essentially, and podcast and do what I want to do. Um, and I'm very appreciative for those things. Though I'm not appreciative for um, the set of circumstances that has allowed me to get those things, uh, if that makes any sense whatsoever. So, um, one of the things about Section 8 is they have a yearly inspection, and uh, I'm not known for my cleanliness. Uh, I had a particular problem with my um, George Foreman grill in that grease would collect, and I'm not known for cleaning. Uh, So there was this collection of grease, and they said, hey, you have to fix that, and so I fixed it, and I had to send in a picture, and the landlord had to sign it off, and this whole big thing, uh, all to make sure I continued to have Section 8, and I don't know if I lost it for a couple days or what. Um, I heard them saying something about prorating it between the 9th and the 15th last month, so that makes me nervous. Uh, so now I'm not entirely sure, uh, I called them the other day, but I'm not entirely sure that, uh, my Section 8 for the month of March is going to come all the way through, which is bad, because, um, I have pretty much, uh, paid all my bills now, uh, bought all the food and the groceries, and, uh, really everything for the month, um, including, uh, $87 for MLB.TV, which renewed automatically, even though I didn't want it, so that pisses me off. Um, But I've had all my bills, you know, paid at this point, so I have maybe $30 to my name, and I've cut the rent check, and I'm just hoping that I don't have to uh, somehow scrounge for more money for rent. So uh, that's the apocalypse waiting waiting to happen, and I'm extremely nervous and stressed about that, and I also had to do the whole Section 8 renewal package anyway last month, so that was stressful too. So I've got all this stress in my life, and it's been bottling up, and you know, it's good that I have Section 8. I'm very glad that I have Section 8. I'm very glad that Section 8 exists, uh, because without it, I would have, you know, maybe $150 to live on, something like that, uh, which is just not enough to live on. Um, so I'm very glad at that, but I'm also, you know, a walking panic attack at the moment. So, uh, that's what's going on with that. Uh, I have made an effort, 
um, to try and find a way to make money. Um, I don't have a car, but apparently Uber has a lease program where you can lease a car from them and then be an Uber driver, so I've applied for that. Um, I think I passed the driver's part of the pre-check, uh, but not the rest, rest of it yet. So I'm waiting for them to say yes or no on that. And I realize even if they say yes on that, you have to, like, pay a certain amount of money to at least the car, and you have to be able to make that much money, at least that much money, and hopefully more than that much money, uh, to actually take home any money. So, um, I'm not sure if I'm hoping that that will work itself out or not, um, but, uh, you know, I did it because I want a car, but, um, from a looking good on paper perspective, I applied for a job, so there. Um, so that's what's going on with that. Um, other than that, uh, I produced two, uh, aviation podcasts last month. If you haven't listened to them, they're available, uh, on iTunes, FS Ride Along. Just search for FS Ride Along and you can find them there. Uh, one, I interviewed, uh, Colin of TFDI and we talked about the TFDI 717. And in the other one, I review or I um, talked to Captain Ox Oxer, um, who uh, is an author of a number of books, including uh, the Last Bush Pilots and There It Was Stories. Um, and uh, we talked to him about uh, his writing and his time flying the A320. Um, so that was an interesting discussion that we had, and uh, I post posted both of those last month, so if you haven't had a chance to listen to those, check those out. Um, if you're an aviation fan, you should enjoy both of those conversations. So that's what I've been up to there. Um, I've got two potential guests lined up for FS Ride Along, uh, both in the author variety, so more aviation podcasts than flight sim podcasts at the moment, because it's hard to book flight sim podcast guests, uh, if I'm honest. But, uh, I've got two people lined up. I've just got to read their books. Um, so it's on me to uh, find the time to stop stressing out and read books. Um, and I've been doing that a lot lately anyway. Um, I've been flight simming a little bit less. And I've been... I, I conned Audible out of, I think, three free Audible books uh, as part of their trial. So I got... Um, what was it? Uh, this, the book about civil wars that I talked about last month. Um, and I got the updated history of the world. And I got history of the 20th century. And I just uh, remaxed out the credit card to buy a book on socialism. So um, as I read those books, I'm sure I'll have things to say and things to comment on, and I am going to make every effort to make sure that I have the space uh, on this podcast feed to uh, talk about those things. Uh, I'm kind of... I'm kind of dabbling with the world history book, uh, but I've actually made some real progress in the 20th century history book. Um... Lots of interesting things happened in the 20th century. I'm kind of in the early phase... Uh, in between World War One and World War Two, right now in the sequence of the book, and 
first thing that stands out to me is how dumb, absolutely dumb and stupid the start of World War One was. I mean, it's like a bad game of civilization, and, you know, it's like, oh, I want to go to war, I want to go to war, let me find an excuse to go to war, aha, you killed these two random people, I'm going to go to war with you, and that was pretty much what it was, and then all of Europe pretty much broke out into war, and because Germany's Germany, and decided to uh, shoot a couple of American merchant ships, and a ocean liner, well, then the U.S. gets dragged into it, and it's this whole big, ugly, messy thing, and lots of people died. And, um, that's a big enough tragedy in, in and of itself, but on top of that, poor Russia, uh, you know, the Tsar is having issues uh, trying to stifle revolution, and he's also having issues fighting his part in World War II against uh, Germany and um, Austria-Hungary, I believe it was. And, uh, you know, he's doing his best to do that. And, you know, there's the seeds of revolution going on in his country and suddenly people are deserting. And, it, you know, he eventually gets forced to... Uh, advocate the throne, and then he and his family get shot uh, a year later, so that's fun. Um, having said that, though, uh, hearing about what uh, Nicholas II did, uh, and how he suppressed his people and treated his people, uh, he was a dickhead. A dicta dickhead dictator. Uh, and there are plenty of dickhead dictators in history. In fact, I'd say there's more dickhead dictators in history than there are not dickhead dictators in history. Um, so, did he deserve what it was coming to him? Possibly. Um, did it work out very well for Russia? No. Um, so, it's just, uh, to me, a tragedy that that happened well World War One was going on, and well, Russia was losing World War One, So, uh, sucks to be Russia, uh, really is the bottom line there, and, uh, you know, um, don't get tangled up into alliances and suddenly find yourself at war with the entire world, because that's not good either. either. Um, and this is interesting, because this is a part of history that I haven't really focused on outside of school. I think I was required to take two 20th century history classes in high school, never took any in college. Um, so it was really interesting to kind of read it on my own and uh, get that, that insight um, because, you know, as a socialist, I am intrinsically interested in uh, the Rus Russian Revolution because I want to know what the fuck went wrong. Um, so that if there were ever a similar revolution again, and you want to go towards socialism or communism, you know, so you don't make the same mistake again, because, um, if you don't learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it, that sort of thing. So, um, I, I want to read more about the Russian Revolution and the French Revolution. Uh, I know the American Revolution, um, but the Russian Revolution and the French Revolution interest me. Um, and there was a German revolution somewhere in there, too. A number of them, it seems. Um, Germany was kind of chaos. Um, I mean, they seem to have a monarch. Uh, I forget what they call their monarch off the top of my head. 
uh, but he was forced to advocate too after towards the end of World War One, and they were having problems with uh, the attempted spread of communism and revolutions going on as well. So. Um, it's a very interesting age, the age of the great European empires, and, uh, you know, they're having all this trouble with their maintaining their empires, and, um, it's just not going well. Um, and then, you know, I still, I need to read the World War II section again to make it, again, clear in my head, and I'll probably read the whole thing over again, but I, I want to read the World War II section again to make it again clear in my head what the hell happened to the empires. Um, because, you know, you look at the world now, and Britain's just this tiny island about the size of California, and they have, you know, technically the Commonwealth of Nations, which means the Queen's technically in charge, but it's all constitutional monarchies, so what the fuck happened to the British Empire? I still don't understand. Um, and it's funny, too, because as I intellectualize the culture of countries and what they do, um, I tend to think of the Russians, the Germans, and the Japanese to some extent as very warmongering people, you know, they like war, they're good at war, that's what they fucking do is war. Um, but I don't think of the British the same way, or the French for that matter. Um, and the British and the French and even the Spanish, uh, and the Portuguese even had all these vast empires, and they did war too, and yet I don't think of them. I don't associate them with war. So, uh, I don't know if that's a cultural bias. If that's just me selectively uh, listening to history lessons, or what that is. But uh, that is a discrepancy within my own mind. So uh, maybe maybe good to study more British history to figure out how fucked up the Brits actually are. Uh, that would probably be the best way to go about that, because I'm sure they're fucked up. Um, because they're humans, and they're an empire, and human empires are just fucked up. That's just the way it is. So um, anyway... Uh, that's kind of the fascinating uh, research and reading and listening that I'm doing right now. Um, and I'm very much looking forward to this book on socialism. Um, just the idea of it. Because, you know, I've taken a couple stabs at the commun Communist Manifesto. And I think there is another Marx work um, that is out there that I should read. Uh, just the straight work that uh, he created, but I can't think of the name of it, and I can't find it, and I'd rather I'd rather read somebody else's summary than try to understand language that's 150 years old. Um, you know, because it's like, you try and read, um, you know, the Declaration of Independence and the U.S. Constitution, and it's, you know, it's not terrible as far as reading something that is old goes, um, and, you know, the Communist Manifesto is certainly easier to read than the Declaration of the in of Independence, or the Constitution, but, uh, it is still hard to read, because the terms don't match up, and the, you know, the language has just changed over the years, so I'd rather read somebody else's summary of it than, uh, read the source text, which makes me lazy and horrible and terrible, but there you go. Um, so I am 
very much working on expanding my brain, keeping my brain interested uh, in the world around me, and, um, you know, I'm also keeping my finger uh, on the pulse of what is actually going on in the world now, uh, not heavily, lightly. Uh, I spend most of the t- my time watching the Weather Channel still, and reading these books, and of course, splice them, but... Um, you know, I listened to uh, Trump's uh, joint session address to Congress. Um, I will say his tone is less shitty. Uh, he did address the uh, attacks on um, Jewish citizens. Um, so he did do those two things. Um, he's still a dickhead. And I still hate him, and I still say fuck him, and I still can't wait for him to go away. Uh, But I will give him those two things. Um, It's not much, but uh, there you go. Um, So I'm waiting for uh, the next shoe to drop, wherever the shoe is going to drop from, uh, within this uh, empire that is the American Empire. Um, so that's always fun, and then on a, you know, personal level, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, this front thing doesn't go sideways on me. Um, so, really, it's, it's, it's like I said, walking around on eggshells, hoping the apocalypse does not befall me. Um, because, well, that's all I can do, you know, and unless this Uber thing suddenly works out, um, I'm stuck in my current position, and, uh, nobody seems to want to pay me for these podcasts, so, um, that sucks, um, not that I really want to be paid for these podcasts, uh, but I I would like to have some sort of, um, societal credit for the work that I put in, um, and I put more work into the Fight Sim podcast than I do this podcast, but still, you know, I put an energy forward, I share it with the rest of the world, um, and I feel there's some value for that, and I feel like I want some societal credit for that, if not money. Um, I don't know if that makes any sense or not, but um, that's the best I can articulate it. Um, so at the moment, um, I've been very isolationist still. I haven't really gone to any protests or anything. Um I am thinking about going to an open mic night tonight. Uh, it sounds like the sort of thing I should do. Uh, whether I do it or not remains to be seen. Um, but uh, that is a quick 20-minute summary of what's going on in my world. Uh, you can send me feedback, N-I-C-N-I-C-J-A-K at gmail.com. That's November Indio Charlie, November Alpha Charlie, Juliet Alpha Kilo at gmail.com, um, and I think you can still leave a speak pipe message on knickknackjack.lipson.com, and the other podcast, uh, fsridealong.lipson.com, and, uh, check those out, and, uh, there's a PayPal donate button on the, uh, knickknack page, uh, I can't get it on the, 
um, FS Ride Along page directly in a pretty way because they've changed the uh, way that you can edit web pages in Libsyn, and that means that I really need to bone up and get a real web page, but that costs money, and we all know what my problem with money is. So, um, that's where things stand. So, uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Till next time, stay safe, stay sane, happy railroading, happy landings. Bye. <laughs>